Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining and watching the latest episode of the What's Happening podcast. Today, I'm super excited. I've got my really good friend, Joel Cohen, joining us. Uh, Joel is a dad. He's a husband. He's an entrepreneur. He's a CEO. And he's, quite frankly, one of my best friends. So thank you so much for coming. Today, super sir. excited, man. Yeah, this is going to be fun for yeah. sure. I've been looking forward to this for too long. Well, dude, we always struggle so much to find stuff to yeah. talk about. Yeah. It's like, you know, if <laughs> I tell right. Beth, if I'm like, hey, uh, Hey, meet Joel. Uh, we're gonna you know, talk some business or whatever. She's like, see you in eight hours. Right. She's absolutely. like, where, wherever you start, you're, that's definitely not where you're ending. It's a time warp for <laughs> sure. But we cover a lot of bases pretty quick. We do, which I think will help the listeners today. Yeah, I hope so. There's literally no idea where we're going today. No, no, we never have it. Right. I mean, that's honestly the the purpose of this podcast. The purpose when I thought about it was l to bring the conversations that I have on a daily basis out. Cause like there'll be something, we'll talk about something like, oh man, so-and-so should, should have heard that. Or, oh my God, the world needs to hear that or whatever. So like everyone that I interact with, um, I feel like, like it's an exchange. Like I learned, they learned like the, yeah. it's, it's so good. And like, there's always a nugget that's like, oh, if, if, if like people could hear that, it'd be great. And so yeah. literally I'm just taking the conversations, man. Like you and I, we've been friends for, I don't know, how many, five years? Coming up on it, yeah, five, five, six Coming years. Coming up on five years, we met through the Men's Arts Council. Yep. Um, and then we started doing business together, what, a year, year and a half ago? Yep, uh, coming up on two years in October. Okay, so. You were my first client. I love that so much. I, well, <laughs> so I think that story is actually really cool. Like, yeah. and it's entrepreneurial and whatever. And that's really how we knew each other. Mm -hmm. But like, that's where like our friendship really started. And also working together yeah. really started. And do you remember that, dude? I was actually I, thinking about that. Like no. I, I, for, for everyone, you know, we'll tell, tell the little, uh, the little story. Cause I think it's, it's so fun. It's life. It's entrepreneurial. It's, um, I don't know. I just think it was cool. It was, I literally called you, um, for those that don't know, Joel, true North advisors is literally, uh, a, a, a virtual CMO. It's like, um, they, they are your chief marketing officer driving your marketing side of things. And that's what I've engaged you for. But at the time you were, were a uh, part of a, a really big advertising firm and we're doing big things for big companies. Mm -hmm. And I, I called you, or I, I think I texted you. That's what it was. Sent you a text. Hey dude, um, would your agency swim downstream to little old me? Mm -hmm. And your response was interesting. This we need to discuss this over whiskeys, and I'm yeah. like, oh, where's he going with this? And yeah. that's where we sat down and we had, we had a couple of drinks, and you're like, you're like, dude, I'm 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 out, I'm leaving, I'm leaving the company. Yeah. And uh, then you were you were gonna go, you were gonna go work at a big company. Yeah. We sat down and had a talk. Like I was just like, why would you with everyone that you know, with everything that you do know, and everyone that you know, like you could get something rocking on your own, and you were like. You're like, well, I, 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 got, I can take this job in New Jersey and make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year and just, then I'm just going to die. Like, that's what you said, dude. Yeah. I mean, it I was, was like, it, don't do that. It was so depressing because coming out of this scenario itself, I mean, we had, I had built something over five years with, with a group of people that I felt really passionate about. And then it was gone and it was just this, that there was depression prior to, but mm -hmm. there was depression then. It was right. like, I, I just, I don't have it, the energy in me. I don't have it. Let's, let, I'm just going to go do what everybody else does. Yep. And here you came in and we had this conversation and, and it's literally like a top 10 moment for me in my it, life man. where it's just like it clicked. And yeah. I was like, he's right. I've got to, I've got to focus. I know that I can make this work. I've got the reputation. I think we can move forward with this. Yeah. 
And looking back at it, and I mean, just thinking about not only that conversation, but yeah. just what has happened since then, it's bonkers. Life-changing. It's so, I mean, life-defining, maybe Dude, even more a, than chaining, wow. changing. It is an incredible moment where then I got to create something now that is mine, and uh, and and life has just flourished. I love it, man. That that creation, that self self realization, self actualization. I mean, you've always been entrepreneurial. You've always done stuff, but this, like, you fully stepped out, stepped into your own, created something, and it has grown like tremendously. Absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, one of the funny things was, was that, um, when I, when I was in the prior, uh, job that I had, or you know, however we want to describe that, mm -hmm. um, I you know, it was, you cannot work with friends. You cannot work with people that, you know, you have to keep them at arm's length. And, you know, what's fascinating about the last several years is that my best clients are some of my best friends. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? And it hasn't caused, have there, has there been any issue? Never. Never, never. There's never any because problem. we're never we're we're not gonna let it right right. And I think you know you entered that that world of working with with friends. My entire world is is around that right. You know, like working with friends, family, the referrals. That's exactly what I do. And yeah, like there's a saying that that um, that I bring up a lot, and it's it's only as awkward as you make it, right? Things Absolutely. can go sideways. Listen, things never like. Things rarely go to plan, and so you guys just have to be able to look each other in the eye and have a discussion about it, not get mad or um, you know feel like someone is being wronged or whatever. It's like it's just it's communicating, and it's communication like like with gusto, right? right. Dude, because it means more because we're friends, not just because we have a business relationship. Well, I, th I think it even makes it almost better in some cases to work with your friends because you really get to find out who somebody is. Well, you get to really find out if they're truly your friend. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's, you know, you and are they who they have projected right? to be as that right? friend? Um, yeah. You know, I, when I first came to Arizona, I started working with one of my best friends from childhood and very soon within six months found out that he was doing things that he shouldn't be doing on our dime. And it was it was sad. It was frustrating, but it let me know, like you know what, Th this is a, this is giving you giving me light into who that individual is, right? and so it's time to move on and and do it. But it 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 is it, it 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 will never detract me from being able to make a change in your life right. and to be able to grow something together because yeah. there's a whole lot of of energy and just flat out um, relational equity that yeah. goes into that. Yeah. And frankly, uh, you know, the, the impact that I get to help make on your business puts me to sleep at night where I'm like, I help my friend today. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't do that, absolutely. It's going to cause a problem. If I, right. if I didn't produce for you at some point, you'd be like, Hey bro, it's not working out. Well, well dude. And like, and if you felt like it wasn't working you to, to your point, yeah. you're able to sleep at night because you feel like you're putting your effort in it's going places. It's working well. If you didn't feel that way or you didn't feel it was going right, you wouldn't sleep. Right. And that's the same with me. I mean, I, I tell clients that all the time. Like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and something will hit. And it's like, God, that's not sitting right. Well, like, it, we need to address that. There's something going on in that deal. Or the way that went down wasn't right. Like, I need, we need to, we need to work through it. Or, you know, I need to work through it. Sometimes it's all, it's just like re-recentering where I'm coming from, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, if it's not going to plan and it's not going swimmingly, especially when you're working with people that you know. Yeah friends, family, all that sort of stuff, like you darn well better reconcile it. Well, what's fascinating to me is just overall that let's re remove the friend situation out of it. If things aren't going well and you've done everything that you possibly can to try and make the situation right, 
it's funny to me how many people just keep going after it, keep trying, whatever. Yeah. I've got to keep the client. I've got to keep the client. Right. If you've gone beyond and done the absolute best that you can do for somebody uh, and, and it's not working, then have the, in my mind, I, I will back away and say, mm -hmm. I can't do this. Like mm -hmm. there's, uh, this is your, I'm obviously not making it work for you. Yeah. So let me try to connect you with somebody that can. Right. And move on because right. that's it's not right to take money from people if you're not going to yeah. perform. It's 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 like a, it's a, it's like that a personal relationship. It's like dating. Once you realize, like, gosh, this isn't this isn't going well. Like I'm, what I'm doing isn't working. What you're doing isn't working. And instead of dragging the other person along, mm -hmm. I mean, you're dragging yourself down as you're dragging them down. Like you just got to cut them loose. Hey, there's no future in it. Like, see ya. Well, and and it makes me wonder for people that are providing a service and just suck. What do they think when they go to sleep? Like, what what do they what what <laughs> Dude, runs right? through their minds? Right. Because I can't do that. Well, do they know they suck, or do they think they're great? I think they're trying to survive. Maybe probably. You, you know, where it's like it's it's so it, it, in my business and in honest, I mean, like in in your business, mm -hmm. a lot of it's fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. How many people do I know that are real estate agents? Uh, well, there there are like ninety thousand licensees in the state of Arizona. Everybody, yeah. Like, right? Every time yeah. I turn around, yeah. I'm getting email from so and so, or I'm getting a letter in the mail. I, on the way over here, I got texted. My name's Brian, and I'm buying houses. And it's You're just cool, like, Brian. Yeah, it's nice yeah. To my meet name's you, Joel. Brian. I'm not selling it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really a um, pleasure. But to, to that point, it, there's a there's a certain amount of I just wonder, you know, how everybody's got to get out there. You got to make a living. Mm -hmm. You got to do what you got to do. But how awesome is it that we actually get to do what we want to do yeah. in many cases? Yeah. And when you combine two people that are actually passionate about what they're doing, it's been fun to watch what happens. Dude, it's so fun. And not even just two people, right? Like, like when you break down my little microcosm, my like, dude, me and you obviously connect. Um, we're friends. Our friendship has grown. We've learned from each other in business. The whole thing, like it really, it's one of those positive, it just grows on itself. And then you bring that together with like the other people that I have on my marketing team. Like, right. you know, like Christina has been with me for f seven years, eight years. Right. 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 Um, uh, you know, bringing Holly into the mix, um, who was in that chair the last episode um, in, in watching as everyone gets to be creative and provide input and bring best ideas to the table. And then watching is like this melding, this machine came together. Like what the, the, the strategic side of it you've been able to import on the business is so cool. And like, I think it's worthy of talking about like the, 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 the way you look at things and the analytical approach, like you can come to me and go, Hey, these three or four searches are way up in relationship to Arizona and, uh, or uh, real estate in Arizona, or real estate in Phoenix. This one's up 600%. This one's up 1700%. Can't shake this one. It's like, right. it's everywhere. Everyone is asking this question. And so from there, we decide which ones I have expertise on. We write a blog about it. And then Holly takes that blog and pitches it out to to media outlets and they'll pick it up. And thus it raises our visibility out there mm -hmm. in SEO land right. and makes like more people are able to organically connect with us. And it's just amazing to see the stuff in progress, like in the speed with which you're like, Hey bro, uh, you know, when the blog topics come, like I need you to really get on them. <laughs> I'm like, understood, man. I get it. Like it's, it, it all really is very quick. It's fleeting every two weeks when we have that, 
um, that marketing meeting, that call, which is our um, data call in our planning session. When we have that one, it's always like, hey, man, like the, yeah, these are up during this period of time. Well, and, and what's amazing to me is that I've learned a component of it in that Holly is an essential part of my SEO strategy yeah. moving forward. Right? Totally. She has to be. Not just what for a you differentiator. Guys, but she she instantly, like today, I mean, uh, well, last week, MSN. I mean, you have an article on MSN right now. That's crazy. And then you're on the you're on the front page of AZ Big Media consistently. It consists. It's crazy because it, that's what people are looking for. So AZ Big Media is not going to keep positioning you as the number one uh, story when you're going out unless it's what people want and it's what they're clicking on and whatever. Give the may people be. what they want. That's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> it's crazy. You're how doing that... it, and people are just responding to that. And it's what a differentiator, right? Yeah. In yeah. your business, dude, it's unreal. I mean, it's it's it 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 literally is approaching it exactly, giving the people what they want. They're searching for something. We're giving them something. We're not just like placating. We we feel like we're really giving value. Absolutely. We feel like we're adding to the conversation. We enjoy doing this. We take this super seriously. Yeah. We edit the heck out of these things before they go. We make sure that we can speak to them effectively yeah. and intelligently. There are times where you you'll bring up a topic, and I'll be like, dude, I I know nothing about that. Like. Sorry, and I don't want to. I don't want to like study it and then just kind of half know it. Like we talk about stuff that, like in my sleep, Beth probably hears me talk about, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but you know what? What's crazy is like the expertise that 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 you have built over the years to be able to like boom, here it is. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone can can read the tea leaves. I so everyone, Joel Cohen, JC, we call you Joel Cohen Data Christ, yeah. JCDC. I have because, that URL. <laughs> yeah, you should. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you do. So JCDC, Joel Cohen Data Christ, you read the data like it's the Matrix, man. Like, how have you built your expertise? It's, what it's, has driven you? In it's that? a funny question that you're asking because I was just talking to uh, a client yesterday. We had lunch and we were talking about math for whatever reason like here here we are having a math conversation mm -hmm. and she you know jet my son is uh he's in calculus two next semester and like that's where i was i wasn't oh i was never there right it was yeah just, they, it never they didn't happened. let me anywhere near that um and so we were just talking about you know how uh how well we did in math and english and other things and i'm like yeah i just never got into math but statistics I always could do well with that, mm. even though it was, a, it was the same types of equations and other right. things. Like, I could parse through uh, equations in, in, in statistics very easily. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, when I see analytics and when I see other things, I can very quickly draw conclusions that uh, I don't think a lot of other people do. Yeah. But I look at it very differently. And, and here's an example of this. Almost every single person out there that has a marketing staff, I can almost guarantee you are presenting impressions, clicks, and high-level metrics to say, look at how much exposure we're getting. We're killing it. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. But there's not one that's speaking to conversion in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. When I say they're not looking at phone calls, form fills, and then the story of kind of how that happens. Right. Right. In your case, uh, we have phone calls that happen. And when that happens, there's a trigger that takes place that tells me, here's what they interacted with. Here's here's what went well and here's what didn't. Yep. It's not any one piece of what we did that created that call to take place. It was the article. It was the email. It was and it, there's this 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 multi-channel funnel that came together to produce this. And here's what it cost us to do that. It's amazing. You call that the omni-channel. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's 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 an, an understanding. It's critical because when you and I first started working together, I will never forget a call we were on, and we were talking with someone, and, and they said, "Well, man, if you've got the magic bullet, uh, I've got tons of clients yeah. for you." There is no magic bullet. Newsflash. None. Yeah. If you're going to compete like you are with 90,000 other people in right. your industry. Well, and with Zillow and with all of these companies that dump tens of millions into each marketplace. Right. And you're dealing, and not only that, the diversity of your industry in the sense of you're dealing with home buyers all over the place. Mm -hmm. I mean, here this, you, it has been up upended in mm -hmm. so many different cases mm -hmm. and you're thriving. Right, dude. It, it's it is that omnichannel. It's touching. It's making sure that we're out there. It's making sure that um, that we're able to share some successes and show some expertise, um, and that really helps with being a network based guy. You know, my clients being able to be like, oh, they're you know saw them here. Like you know, I can't get away from you in the nicest way. Hopefully, right? right. But like that repetition. Like I would say, as a network based guy. You never know if you hadn't sent that mailer, whether you would have been top of mind when they were at lunch with their buddy who was thinking about buying right, right. or selling or whatever the case may be. Yep. Um, and so it's like, you know, be pleasantly persistent without getting too, you know, too, too crazy. And like the, the, the mix that we've got, the way the stuff is delivered, the organic nature of it fits with exactly what I do. And dude, one of the struggles that's so interesting is, um, and I read this in, um, it's like that little marketing book, the like Bible of marketing. Uh, guy with the glasses wrote it. Um, Steve. This Jobs. is marketing. He's Steve oh. Jobs, the guy with the collar, the the guy with the turtleneck. Oh, uh, yeah, this is marketing. Anyway, it's like whatever. But it, it's talking about you know if you're gonna if you were going to be like if you're gonna buy leads type thing, watch every penny, manage every penny, know where everything is going, know what your return on that penny is. If you are a network-based person and mm -hmm. you want to extend your your network of conversations, he's just like spend the money and have faith and don't look at analytics because you're going to go crazy and you've got the, like this blend, yeah. right? You know that my business is network-based stuff, Absolutely. not yep. necessarily the net new, although it's wonderful when those come along too. Um, but it's really to just stay top of mind. But you're also delivering the analytics that we can look at, that we can understand, that we can see. We can get that view on where the money is going, but we all understand, hey, this is to just grow the business in a really comfortable, steady way. Right. Absolutely. And again, you know, it all comes down to the fact that there's not any flip that somebody can switch to make something happen. Right. Real estate and real estate agents in particular are, are like one of the most interesting uh, marketing yeah. areas for me overall. It's, explain why. Because everybody spends a certain amount typically, right? And they're all spending it on the same thing. So uh, le let's just take lead buying services, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're going to spend $50 a lead to get uh, somebody that's looking for a home, whether it's from Zillow or Redfin or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. But then you've got 10 other people that are probably doing the same exact right. thing, right? right? Or you can spend more and have a sole source lead come through to you from Zillow or whatever uh -huh. else it may be. And you know, you, if you get the sole source lead, you better close that lead. Right. You better close it. But if you're if you're one of the 10 other guys that everybody's spending $50 to get that one lead, mm -hmm. I just see everybody pitching like four or $500 a month into their marketing. Right. And they've got all these marketing channels and all these different groups and they're selling SEO and they're selling this. There are 90,000 of you. There's only 10 of you that are going to be positioned in the top 10 for what you're, you're wanting to do in, the, right. in that area of Google that's just so critical. Yeah. 
if you're using all the same tools that that everybody else is, how are you going to get there? You look just as you look exactly like everyone else. You have to be different. Yeah, it's it is the uh, if you haven't read Blue Ocean Strategy, you've talked to me about this. Yeah, it is. That okay, is that'll a, be my next book because I'm about huge. wrapped up with my morning book. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. And again, you're such a saturated industry overall yeah. that it's yeah. it's key for you guys to consistently do that. Yep. And you don't. I mean, you are well, the. And, and, and don't do what other people do. As Brian North talks about, um, uh, find the empty parking space. Right. Right. Where every where are people not? Yep. Compete where people where where competition isn't, and the people are. Yep. And sometimes that means we have to dig deep mm-hmm. to like find where those crevices and cracks mm-hmm. are, where there's not mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. But we find them. We find them, and we've been working at it and refining it for a year, year and a half. Yeah. And you know the other complexities with real estate, and you know. You you know this far better than I do. The restrictions on how we can how yeah. we can uh, even do advertising on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Google, we are highly restricted because of fair housing laws. We cannot, we really can't get very specific in some of the targeting metrics. And what's fascinating is that I don't. I wonder how many agents are out there spending money, like thinking they're getting targeting, and they just aren't. I I bet it's. I bet it's huge. I bet it's huge because yeah. I see it sold all over the place. Yeah. Target the people that you want in the areas that you want. We only get certain demographics. Right. You literally can't. Like if you go into Facebook to place an ad and you're set up as a real estate agent and you try to to get it positioned out there without adhering to the Fair Housing Act, they will not allow you to produce the ad. Right. It they has won't. to. It has to like funnel down through all of this stuff. Right. For the ad to even go, and so yeah. knowing that and being aware of it allows you to develop a strategy around being curtailed in what you can do. But that's where just trial and error and adjustment and you, again, reading reading the matrix, you know, reading the tea leaves in front of you, being able to say, hey, maybe we try this, let's try that, let's do this, let's do that. And everything we're doing is obviously compliant with fair housing because the systems, to, to your point, don't let us do it. But we're able to to fill those voids and find those cracks. And part of that part of that mix is, is exactly what we were talking about earlier. You saying this is what the people want, us producing what the people want, and Holly making sure the people are getting what they want. Yeah, that they can see it. Yeah. Right? And that's, that is, it's an amazing mix, you know, that's working for you guys. But also, I mean, I'm starting to see it work for much, you know, large companies. Bigger man. than me? Bigger than you, man. No. So barely. God, you barely, yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder, you know, it's it, it it makes me fall back and think about how many people pay for things that they just don't know what they are. Dude, one of my jokes is I want to write a book called A Thousand and One Ways to Spend Money in Real Estate. And number like 998 is like, you bought this book, you dummy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there are so many ways, not just in real estate, but in everything else, like it, it so many shortcuts, you know, and so many workarounds and so many like, you know, everyone is looking for the the get get rich quick, and then what whatever silo you're in, whatever industry you're in, you look for the shortcut. Especially in sales, people are like, oh, "Man, I just want to just want to come to me." You know, like I don't, yeah, like me in too. Sales is yeah, me. Too. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. And, and when you're in a referral business, if you provide value and people recognize that, then you will. Then the business will come to you. Right. You have to work at it. You have to tend it, just like what we're doing. Yep. Multiple lines and silos of marketing to make sure our people see us, 
um, uh, without being hopefully too intrusive. Um, our people see us, they recognize that they were experts. They enjoy the content that we're putting out and they consume it. Um, and, 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 you know, going down that path, it just, yeah, it just makes for a much more, uh, organic free flow, like warmer feel to it. Well, here's the deal. You can't fake it. You cannot fake what you do. It's weird because I feel like I've dreamt this actually. Isn't no that way. strange? I'm having deja vu crazy. De deja vu. You cannot fake what you're doing because people will see it and recognize it yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Or eventually you'll be found out, right? It's, yep. It doesn't matter whether you're, um, what was the lady's name that ran Theranos? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, her. Yeah, I'm glad yes. I don't know her name. Yeah, you've already erased it's great. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's you're gone. gone. It's gone. Um, but you know, and I was just the Netflix special that's out right now. That's Finding Anna, and they're talking about how this woman who was in her late 20s, straight up, just like faked her way through high New York society and nearly got a 45 million dollar loan with no background whatsoever. Whoa. Right? Unbelievable to to just create this vision she did yeah. for herself. But I see it everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you a quick story. I have a new client that just came on and uh, she runs a, a school. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, her concept is great. The things that she's doing and she's mm -hmm. clearly passionate about mm -hmm. it. Um, and that's kind of a, a that, that has to be in play for me with a client no matter right. what. And uh, she she had me go through and do an audit, which we often do prior to working with a client. And they were using her marketing dollars to be found for things like teacher plans um or uh what it means to be a teacher and and just like it was just this broad swath of terms that anything she was, related to education anything i mean they, they they it was what's called an adwords express account mm. so if you wanted to go run adwords google adwords today you can go on and and express says what do you want to be found for where do you want to be found for it oh, how goodness. much money do you want to spend and you can in five minutes be set up with an adwords express mm -hmm. account and as a business owner that may not know, you're like, awesome, I'm on Google. That's yeah, great. Yeah. And Google loves AdWords Right, Express. it's just free money, it's printing money. Right, I mean, they, because you're gonna now, as a real estate agent, homes for sale. You're yep. gonna pay $50 a click every single time that happens, right? As we're with things that we do, you're paying 50, 60, 70 cents. Uh, and it's, and it'll create a conversion over to the site and, yep. and it's it's relevant, right? Right. right. Um, and this, I just felt bad as we were working through it because she, you could tell she was so frustrated. Oh my gosh. And yep. had spent a decent amount of money. Yep. And she's just like, I just, she said, I just want to stop wasting money. Yeah. And she didn't know that she was wasting money until we had the conversation that we had. But if there's any one thing that like over time that I can help from a legacy standpoint that people look at it yeah. and say, this guy did this, it's helping people to stop wasting their money. Yeah. Whether they use us or not, like I just want to be able to be like, this is what's happening yeah. to you right yeah. now. And you don't even know it. Right. Yeah. You you have no idea because you're, you know, so often they're buying the canned the canned approach again for that the shortcut stuff, you know? Well, and, and I think or like, lack of knowledge, or or you're doing onesie twosies. You're an entrepreneur, you don't know where to go, you know you need to be on Google, you know you need to be doing this stuff and you know, you just don't have the 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 expertise and the advisors to, to point you in the right direction. I don't know what it takes to sell a house, right? I mean, I, I know in, in concept everything and I've sold and bought many homes over my lifetime. And, and I do I understand the process? Do I know what goes into it? Yes. 
Has that been difficult? Dude, I uh, before I knew you, I just need to be clear, I used Open Door. Oh, my goodness. Can I say their name? Yeah, you did. Dude, it was <laughs> horrible. Oh. I mean, it was just, and it's not to say that everybody's going to have that right. experience. Right. But the concept seemed awesome to me. Right. right. You know, this is exactly what we're going to do, and that's it. They told us that we could stay for a couple of days after yeah. we, we had sold the house. Yeah. And then the day of closing, they said, oh, by the way, you have to be out today. And I was like, no, no, no. We have three days after closing. So now that the closing paperwork says today, I had to go move out of our house that night. And I was there until 5 a.m. getting no. everything out of the house in a, in a moving truck without a mover. It was just me and my son and a couple of other people. What a disaster. Disaster. Like you, you signed off. You're like, oh, okay, we're good now. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. By the way, you got to move all your stuff out tonight and you're homeless for like three days living with mom, you know? Living with you. But the point of what I'm trying to make is that I think often people are unaware of of certain components of yeah. things. And so where I saw like, oh, this is so much easier and it's cheaper and it's great and it's wonderful. You've got the knowledge to understand. And I would never do a damn thing related to real estate unless we had a conversation. Right, right. Well, and that's the, I think the, the knowledge to, to understand too, the like, you know, the progress over time is trial and error in all of it, right? Trial and error with selling real estate. Okay, I did that. That didn't work. I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to go to the expert in that. For me, with with the marketing side of this thing and diving into how to successfully market a network based real estate business. I mean, there are again a thousand and one ways to spend money. Yeah. A thousand and one ways to approach it. Um, a lot of out of the box, you know, solutions that you know I built. I've had a bunch of websites built. I've had a bunch of things done. I've I've spent I've I've spent a lot of money on trial and error. And, you know, there are ways, and I've talked about it before, and and you know, Brian North has talked about it where um, you know, you have a quote of failing in your business or something goes wrong and it's like it's like that wasn't a that wasn't a failure. You know, that money isn't wasted. I'm I'm paying tuition. Yeah, I learned if you learn from it, it's paying tuition. And so like going through that, like the trial, OK, this doesn't work over the years, just coming to certain conclusions like, OK, I need I need a more consolidated approach to marketing. I need a more consolidated, a consolidated approach to buying and selling a house. Whatever. Right. Well, but but how often in that scenario, like when you're talking about paying tuition, do you need to discover what it is that that may went right or wrong to begin yeah. with? And the reason I, I'm I'm saying that is that many people I think are are paying tuition, but they're never getting the degree. Well, they're paying tuition. That's right. They're paying tuition. They're not learning the lesson, and they repeat it. And it's like I'll do this thing where like if something gets screwed up, like you know if something goes sideways, I'm like ah, if that burns, like I want to feel the burn just for a second because I want to lock it into my memory. Yeah. And then I'm like cool, good, gone, right? Yeah. Like I want to, I want to sear that thought. Like okay, the next time something like that comes up, this is how it's going to go. This hurts. This sucks. Da 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 da. Learn the lesson. Let it go. Mm -hmm. And like, um, you know, so learning those lessons once, you know, okay, that's a lesson I'm going to learn once. I'm not going to do that twice. Um, if you keep relearning the same lessons and people do this and sometimes people think that they like that their misery gives them gives them like a purpose hmm. you know it almost feels good to feel bad you know those people where it's Absolutely. like where it's like they just want to wallow in it oh and yeah it's like dude you don't you're it's it's self-prophecy if you raise your head up and all you see are bad things you're only going to see bad things if you raise your head up and you see good 
and you want the best in people and you want the best from people, then you are going to see good in almost everything that you do. Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, one of my good friends is a pastor and he says, you know, if, if everything around you sucks, what's the one common denominator? Totally. And it's, totally. It, it's, it's fascinating to me that people won't look inward into what is causing the misery in their life. And I don't know if they like it or not. It's an interesting yeah. thing because there's there's a um, there's a scenario that played out today where I'm working through someone who just is creating misery for himself in a lot of different cases somebody you know yeah and uh working through scenarios where it's everybody else's fault all the time yeah he's he's the victim right um and that is making everybody's else like everybody else's life miserable yeah and how do you broach that subject to really get to the point where somebody Stuff. will realize it, you know? Well, and is it your responsibility? In this case, it is. Yeah, I'll probably because client and friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll take this one offline. Um, but that, but that's, you know, to your point, maybe it isn't that they enjoy being miserable. Maybe it is, you know, that when you're facing, when you reconcile the stuff that like, if you peel it apart and you figure out what it really is, it's mm -hmm. making you sad or whatever. Now you're faced with, okay, well, I, I now know do I do anything about it? And I think a lot of people don't know what to do about it, so they prefer not know so they don't have to do anything about it. Well, acknowledging that it's you is extremely painful. Yeah. Right? Like being right. able to look at yourself. Yeah. I remember a scenario where I, I was living in Nashville. Uh, my kids had, had moved away. I had just gotten divorced. Mm -hmm. um, I, had, I had just finished out a horrific experience uh, in running a, a music company um, that I had It's started. so fascinating that you, that you did that. And, and well, I mean, it was, it was a good, uh, example of failure and, and learning from right. it. Right. Yeah. And the, the date that I earned that, that particular degree where I got my bachelor's in failure was I was looking down and just said to myself, I'm creating my own problem in misery. I need to get home. And when I, when I thought of home homes at that time was Colorado, uh -huh. um, packed up all my stuff. I held a garage sale the next day. Uh, packed up all my stuff, put a for sale house on the sign or uh, sign on the house, and walked out of the house, got into my truck, and drove back to Colorado. Dude, that like three days. That's crazy. Yep, out. I just I was like I I can't. I have to get into a scenario now. There's just so much here, and I'm the one that has created so much of this for myself. I've got to go focus on being a father a son, a businessman, and getting myself back into a positive scenario. Well, and you probably realize if I don't do it like right now, oh. I'll find excuses not to do it. It was such misery, dude. Oh man, that's so, that's crazy that that quickly, you were like decision, action, gone. Yeah, and and now, I mean, I for the most part, I will follow that type of, of piece. I don't, if I learn a piece of information and it's something that hurts me, I'm gonna move pretty quick to yeah. get it resolved. Right. Last night, I'm sitting there and I'm looking through some components of the business, and there were some things that that were out of whack. Mm -hmm. If I don't if I don't fix it, then I don't I don't go to bed. Right, right, yeah. Sending the emails right then or whatever, right. working through it. That is the case, and I think you learn. And that was one of the things that I really took away from uh, coaching with Zanzibar was the idea that you correct correct non performance immediately, and it makes it so much easier. Like like. There have been times where both of one of us will like send a text or do something or whatever, and then look, we'll come back either with a call or whatever. Like, hey, dude, I need you to know I didn't really mean I didn't mean that. Like, yeah. I saw what I wrote or whatever. You 
please understand I'm not meaning this, I mean this. Right, right. right? Because it's instantly we recognize that what we did or how it could be interpreted is wrong. I and mean, that's that correcting the non-performance. It applies to both you and it applies to other people. So like if we if we get sideways, if we address it right now, it's straightened out. Yeah. If if I'm in a conversation and something, you know, I hear something that I don't like, I'll let him finish, but I'll go back to it. Like, hey, what what did you mean by that? Or what um, you know, explain that further. Yeah. Right. And then you get to the bottom and then there's no passive aggressive. There's nothing left on the table. You've cleared it out and you can move on and move forward and and, and create deeper, better relationships. Well, and how much better does it feel again to put your head down at night and you're not holding anything back? Yeah. Like there's a sleep issue in this country. And I think a lot of it is that, you know, despite you know, I won't get into a religious component of this, but I think that human beings overall want to do good things, yep. right? When you when you donate to a, your your favorite charity or you go out and you work a day for somebody else to make their lives better, mm-hmm. there's something that inherently feels good about mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're not dealing with your own issues internally or you're not helping your clients the way that you need to or you're not positioning yourself the, the way that, that you right. should, I think it's just, it's there's a component where just our biology, our physiology, it's hard for us to live with ourselves. And I've seen a lot of really, really wealthy, miserable people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tons of money. Yep. Have done everything that they 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 can to run a, a mm-hmm. business, not always mm-hmm. great businesses, mm-hmm. but businesses that are profitable. Mm-hmm. But man, are they miserable? I right. would rather be happy and right. with no money than right. to have a ton of money and absolutely miserable. Well, it's funny because, you know, when I was thinking about the first part of, of that, I was thinking so many people are miserable because they haven't taken control of whatever it is in front of them. Yeah. But then you look at some of those wealthy people who run businesses, like they're in control. So, you know, what creates the misery? Maybe, maybe they built a machine that's too big, you know, that they, that they feel like they have to continue to do, you know, there's always those people. It's like, well, I can't stop. Right. You, you can't know? stop. You, you yeah. have this thing that's making money, but is money what makes you happy? Right. You know, Mel and I just went on a vacation and I thought about this for a long time in our relationship because, you know, when we first got together, she, she had to take on two kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that, that you and Beth have had that yep. similar scenario yep. and they became our kids. Right. right. And, um, and so we have not been able to really go spend a lot of one-on-one time as a re- as it relates to that. So a month ago, we went on our first big vacation since we got married, like just the two. And of how us. long has that been? Uh, 13 years. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was just, and it was just like, it was that wild week of, of us just spending time, quality time yeah. together Yeah. and us sitting out in Maui and looking out. And I said to, you know, Mel, we made it. We, we are, we are doing what fulfilled, like, this is where my happy place right. is. Um, and obviously you have to make money to do that, Yeah. but I don't have to make 50 million to do that. Right. And a Porsche 911 is not going to make me happier than that moment and having that memory because right. you can't take any of that crap with you. Those memories will be with you until you're dead, you know? Yeah. Well, and that, and that's the thing. Like if you go gather all the acorns and all you do is spend your time gathering acorns and then you die, you got a big stack of acorns, but like, what was the experience like? Right. You know, we always talk about it in our family and you know, it, it's in the vision statement of the business. Like you hear it every two weeks when we read it at the beginning of our marketing meetings. Um, you know, we want to seek and create adventure and everything we do as a family for us. It's not about, it's not about, um, 
buying the nicest things. Like, sure, we like nice stuff. Sure. Like, I'm not the one chasing the the huge house. I'm not doing all the, um, you know, driving the newest, fanciest cars. And nothing wrong with that. It's just not my thing. Or buying expensive things. Like we, like we would rather put money into experiences and put money into um, trying to like create some security. But like, I I want I want my kids to have fun. I want them to see things. Uh, it doesn't have to be extravagant, right? We don't have to like, you know, fly off to, to, to Austria, you know, family of six. Don't know if that's ever happening, but like we'll put your <laughs> ass in a motor home. We'll drive around. Right. Like, yeah, we got to keep but, working on that luxury property. Yeah, so. exactly. We more in PV, please. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, being able to create adventure in everything we do and make sure that the kids see quality and doing things and not just stuff. And like, listen, you know, Kids are kids and, you know, at 13 and 10, which is how old the girls are, you know, there's always materialism and there's always, we want the thing, the latest thing. And, you know, uh, there's some of that, but, but I, I think, you know, focusing on those memories that are going to be with you for the rest of your life and, um, you know, being able to sit there and go, yeah, we've made it. That's yeah. pretty cool. I haven't had a moment like that. It was, uh, it was definitely, and you know, you, you guys have had, uh, you guys have a, a I don't know. Is it still a new? You say newborn? I don't. I would you, literally you say infant. An infant. I get. Yeah, he's nine weeks. Is that a newborn? I, I, don't know. I was thinking about that last night or the we night before. Look that up. I almost asked Beth. Is it like, still? Yeah. Is, 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 is he it, still a, new, a is newborn? Is it still a newborn? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, he's a little guy, little guy, <laughs> little Mikey. Yeah. But you guys are creating all these these wonderful new memories and experiences, yeah. and then you know. 18 years from now, you guys get to sit back and enjoy it, right? Well, dude, I mean, you you and I, you know, we talk family and exchange texts, and you shot me a text of, you know, Jackson the other night, and you're like, dude, he's he's a man. It is weird for me. I've got to tell you. Like, I what, what's weird is that I almost time warped from the time that he was born until now. Like, I have a feeling we'll be friends until one of us is gone, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I I think that, you know, when when the last one leaves the nest at 18 and goes off to do whatever it is that they're doing, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to say, remember when we were sitting having the podcast? Yeah. And you'll be like, it was like yesterday. I guarantee you will. Dude, it's it's so crazy. I, what, what's the saying? It's like, a, I don't know, days go by slow, years go by fast or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think both of them are going fast. But the older I get, I mean, you know, you hear it from your parents and everything else. But you remember when you had a summer vacation as a kid. Yeah. You're like, this is like forever. This yeah. is great. It feels like months and months and months. months. And now yeah, it felt like years compared to now. Dude, it's like six weeks or something. It doesn't yeah. even it's like it's March, dude. It's in 2022. The the concept of like, you know, days going slow and all that, whatever that saying is, I probably mangled it, but um that doesn't even seem real. Everything goes by fast. Weeks go by fast. Yeah. Like I will look at a calendar, I will look at the work calendar and be like, Oh my gosh, it's already Wednesday or it's already, I can't, is it Friday? Like, are you kidding me? Where does it go? And it just leapfrogs. And yeah, you turn around, your kids are moving out of the house or getting bigger or trying new things or getting their driver's license. I mean, we have all these, what's fun is like, I love having the cascade of kids, you know, the, the age ranges, like yeah. 13, 10, three and newborn infant baby, <laughs> whatever it is. We'll say yeah. new foreign. New, new foreign, <laughs> new foreign. Um, so, uh, you know, having that, like, I feel like I've got this long runway, but like, really, it's like, you know, as soon as Hannah leaves the house, man, 25% of them are gone. Right. Right. It's like, whoa, like chunks so quickly. I, I don't know. I, I just try to, I love it so much. I love 
you know, this adventure. Yeah. And I love finding good people to go on this adventure with and like adding, like you guys have added so much to our lives. You've added people to our lives, yeah. right? Like you, you introduced me to, to Renee and like, that's been such a fun relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, dude's a nut and, and uh, it's just great. And, and, uh, and, and Marlin and Mel and like all, like being able to have couples that you, that, that you can go and have fun with, like the four of us did Vegas and that was awesome. Oh. What was that two nights? It wasn't even that long. Was it no. one night? No, it was two nights. Two nights. Yeah. And um, I wonder and, if if the Birdman is still there, dude. <laughs> I will we, never, for the rest of my life, move away from Melissa's. Like you're crazy. You, tell, dude, tell that. Uh, so we were we were staying at the top of Aria. I'm sorry, uh, the property that's across Vidara. the street, Vidara. Yeah. So we're at the top, very top, and. Joel Cohen penthouse suite. Yeah, we're we're sitting there, and as you and Beth are facing me, and I think Melissa may have yeah. been sitting side, yep. side of you as well. Um, I mean, we had some drinks, but nothing like nothing too crazy. crazy. No, we were all having conversation. We were all just like end of the night. Let's hang out, have a have a nightcap, and just right. chat. Yeah, it was like two in the morning. Yeah, and this giant creature, like bird, just wings is all I see. Just kind of go up the top of the aria, which is directly across from us. And into the roof. And I'm like, there was literally a giant bird that uh, just went through there. Uh, and Beth's like, I saw it out of the corner. Yeah, of my yeah, she saw the motion. And so now I'm like, oh, what did I see? Dude, what did you see? I wonder. I, to this day, I'm like, was it a condor or something? Like, it, it had to be something. A pterodactyl, I mean, the one. Yeah. They're bringing them back. Science is bringing pterodactyls back. Or I'm literally losing my mind, which it, definitely it could be. Could, well, that was, I mean, case. a year ago, you'd be way crazier now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was about a year ago, I think. That's a little more than that, my friend. Uh, that's crazy. Time flies. Think about it. I mean, when you told me that Beth was pregnant, that was like yesterday. Dude, we were talking about that. You and I were talking about that recently. I mean, that was that was almost a year ago. Yeah. It was April of last year. Yeah. It's crazy. Time time flies, and our time has flown on this podcast. Yeah. And Joel, if you would, just let us know if, if people want to look you up, where, where can they find you? Uh, TrueNorth-Advisors.com is probably the best place just to, to get a breakdown. Um, and then uh, if, if anybody's interested, just hit me on LinkedIn. Like That is the virtual business card for me in so many different cases where you can check out things that I've done, learn a little bit more about me. Uh, I love that platform for communicating. I love it. Perfect. Yeah. Contact Joel if you need any digital content stuff or if you just want a friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Depends on who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Some, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in, man. You bet. Uh, it's, it's been great. I love talking. I, I love getting loose with you. We always talk about, you know, business, family, fun, adventure, creating adventure in life. And I think this was exactly what we did, man. So thanks for yep. coming in. Always love it. 